All right, we're here with another episode of the Money Mitch Effect. It is Mitch Michaels, as always, a lot to discuss in the world of sports. Happy you're out there listening. It's hockey time, so that's going to be pretty much all the conversation. Oh, draft. NFL and draft. draft yeah, we're going to have draft, too. That, that's Craig Swanson and his Florida shirt and his TC zip-up that I never got. Um, Swanee. Go Christmas party. No, nah, that's true. Swanee, pleasure. I was just saying, eight days of four games a day. 32 games by my multiplication skills. Yes. It's starting to slow down, but and very exciting. A lot it was of overtime. A lot of overtime. We had a, a couple of last night. So, which series do you want to start with? Because there's so many to talk about. We'll get to them all. How about the Bruins? Because they were the number one team in the league. Okay, Bruins is a good one. Not what I thought you were going to say, but <laughs> Bruins lost game two pretty handily, and really in the first two games they did the thing that top teams do, right? Where they kind of were used to winning, coasting, didn't play good in either game, <laughs> to be honest. But they go back and they and they flip gears. I, I thought on one sad side, if the Panthers had like a real raucous crowd, maybe they could have been vulnerable. Yeah. But the Bruins are too skilled and they're too built. And, and what I was saying last week was they aren't built like a team that has had these chokes as the President's Cup trophy, especially the trades they made, like Bertuzzi, Orlov, yeah. those guys. Uh-huh. And, you know, their fans will go to the games in Florida too, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that game too, I think if that's the game, I remember that they had like a little ruckus at the end of the game and, and yeah. maybe that woke them up. For That's <laughs> that's happened a lot in these playoffs and there's been a lot of times the correlation is the team that does that ends up winning the next uh-huh. game. Matthew Kachuk's trying to outrat Marshawn. Yeah. It's tough. It, it but even without, you know, Patrice Bergeron, Krejci's been injured. Stuff yeah, that, where, where's Bergeron? Bergeron got hurt in game 82 of the end oh. of the season, you know, against Montreal in that one. But I think that the way this team's built, they didn't panic. They didn't be- bench Linus Olmark, who's the Vesna winner. They're built to do great things. They're going to be the favorite everywhere, every way out here. Yeah, so, I think they win it. They're home, right? They're home. They're so home. They're going to... Tomorrow they got the, and we're back to the off days now, yeah. so they don't play for a bit. But <laughs> maybe the rest is good. But they're going to. And speaking of like goalies, there's been a lot of goalie changes. I mean, I know well, Florida's changed a few times. I mean, that's the thing. Like, but they, isn't it? Bobrovsky Bobra- 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 came like, in last game, didn't look good. They had the rookie, the Alex Leon kid. Um, but I think a Ryan kid. I think at the at the point you have to just think with Florida, like they didn't have the horses. They had to battle to even make the playoffs. <laughs> coaching change and everything. So. Um, Kachuk, heck of a year. We'll see how it ends for him in game five. Yeah, it's going to be physical. Well. <laughs> but Bruins is a good one to start with because it's pretty much the most straightforward yeah. what's happened. Uh, I want to go to that to who they would play in the second round, which looks like it's the Toronto Maple Leafs now. Ooh, yeah. A lot to say on this series. Uh, they're up 3-1. They could easily, in my opinion, be down 3-1. The last two games they won in Toronto were, I don't want to say stole. Maybe in some cases Yesterday. they stole. But these were games that they don't win, Swanee, and yet... I feel like the moves they made, Ryan O'Reilly wins those games. Like, the guy they picked up, you know, yeah. he's doing well. And the fact that they are actually grinding out games and finding out a way to win is very unleafs like Yeah, especially, like, last night, I was about to turn that game off. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, bam, bam. Matthews with two. They get the tire late. Morgan yeah. Riley gets the tire. And then Kerfoot with the winner. I mean, yeah. It's hard when you have a roster that's built around the stars with so much money tied up. But the role players are stepping up. And... Samsonov has had moments where he doesn't look great, but he does make some pretty big saves. Uh-huh. It's almost like when he's got when he's given up a bad goal, when he's in adversity, he can keep you in it. Tampa is on their last legs. Like we kind of see it. Like there's they're an older team, a tired team yeah. from all the hockey. And I think and Vasilevsky's look, off. I mean, he is just not at his top level. Yeah, and and 
I always reference back three or four years ago when they played Columbus and yeah. got swept. Yeah. That was the last time they really. They made they the were, finals every year yeah, since. And every yeah. year since. And now it's okay. I think it's what, their time. You so know? do you want to, do you want to talk about the officiating first or do you want to in general, or do you want to talk about some of the hits we've seen? Both. Okay. <laughs> Whatever so you for, for the hit side of thing, I think it's very, cause I don't know if you saw it just now. Kale McCarr suspended for game five. Oh, he is. Yeah. For the hit that was only called a two minute interference. It was, taken down from five to two on the McCann hit, which for those who didn't see it, Puck was like 10 feet in the air. Like he got under him and hit him in the end. McCann's probably out for this series, if not more. Don't have a problem with the one-game suspension. I think the rule, the way it's at now, I mean, we saw this with Pavelski-Dumba in Stars Wild game one. It's designed now to everything's going to be five so we can take a look at it, which oddly enough was the Pavelski rule in that Vegas San Jose yeah. series where he got hurt. It shouldn't have been a five, yeah, and then San Jose came back. I think that there has been, and this can tie into the officiating thing, there has been a increase in like the ticky-tack calls, <laughs> but oddly enough for playoff hockey, but oddly enough there hasn't been a lot of you know egregious, like I guess, five-minute kick-out yeah. plays. So they're enforcing the smaller stuff, which in a way I hate, the, hate more. Yeah, I, like I was telling you earlier, I think they should just let them play that. We saw the, uh, what's the, you showed that clip, the Minnesota, what, Felino? Yeah, Felino got destroyed. I mean, some of these teams <laughs> yeah, are getting, they was, call a penalty on him. Yeah, he they got, called like, Fiala the King's penalty that, against the Oilers. And that, and that gave a, a goal, right? Yeah. They, and, you know, anytime Edmonton and gets a power like, play, they're going to score a goal. The Islanders are getting kind of hosed, it seems, by the officials, yeah. calling them for some ticky-tack stuff, and then, you know, not calling the high stick on Scott Mayf- uh, to Scott Mayfield's face the end of, in overtime in game two which he shouldn't have stopped playing. That's the other thing. Even even Connor McDavid, like, you know, he did stop playing on the high stick yeah, that wasn't uh, called, which I was shocked that they didn't just blow it dead. We talked about that, too. How many more seconds after that did they actually score? Do you remember? It was 15, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's like, enough okay, time. it's enough time. You regroup and mm-hmm. you have to still, yeah. you know, protect that, so that goal. If we're going to look at it from the perspective of officials, I do think that they're not letting them play as much. But there have been, and to give them some credit, and obviously it's going to Toronto and they're overturning some of this stuff. Brady and Point hit wasn't that bad. Glad they got that one right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and special teams has been a huge part of all these games and all these comebacks, yeah. it seems. You know, Edmonton power play, money. Even yeah, the Kings, and, when they won. And, Two and, OT winners in power play. And goals. just in general, the NHL, they're, they're more efficient at power plays this year. For whatever reason, they're, you know, they're not killing them off as easily as they used to. And these teams are just, it's money. Edmonton is money. When they get a power play, it's like, number one, you want to watch it and yeah. see how it's going to turn out because it's going to be a goal for the most part, it seems yeah. like. And that horrible was, call that gave them the, yeah. the a goal, basically, with Fiala, yeah. that wasn't a... Trip? Do they call that? I mean, they call the trip. Yeah, yeah they're calling the leg <laughs> trips a lot recently. Um, so, a couple other things on these observations from just insane hockey. You know, Toronto looking like that they're going to be three-one going home. They could still blow it. They've done it before. Toronto. The thing is, though, if they make it to play Boston, not going to pick them to win. But I do think this could be a playing free. Like we we got another first round, and we're playing a team that we're an underdog against. <laughs> So it'll be the first time they have no pressure on them, I feel like, you know. And if they beat Boston, oh, my God. If they beat Boston, yeah, they could have like a final. It happened. <laughs> I mean, because Austin Matthews, Stamkos fight, which wasn't much of a fight, but the first time 260 goal scorers yeah. ever fought. <laughs> Again, not much of a fight. Matthews didn't know he was in a fight until about three or four laps. Yeah, he was, he was getting ragged. He's getting fed. Stamkos is feeding him. 
But no, it's, I mean, a lot of pressure on Toronto, right? If they don't win this series, everybody's fired, lots of moves. Yeah, so Just like every year. Props to them. Um, other Eastern Conference series on the other side, Carolina Islanders. I wanted to mention that one. And that, I really haven't seen much, but the 3-1 lead, Carolina, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what well, I thought would happen. I know that the Islanders are, you know, they haven't gotten some calls. There's two sides to this. One being no team has gotten ravaged by injuries more than Carolina. They have nobody can out trump them and we've uh-huh. been hurt more. Tara Vinan breaks his wrist, Pack ready out, uh was it Svechnikov out. Like they're just gutted and that they still keep competing because Rod the Bod will not <laughs> let them, you know, back down. So that part of it I'm really impressed with how good they are at home, another huge aspect. Uh-huh. The Islanders, man, it's like, you know, and they made the playoffs, they bounced back. I think Sorokin is probably the best goalie in the league. If not, he's in the top two or three. It's like the joke, Lou Amarillo built this great team except elite, consistent goal scoring. Uh-huh. It's like, where's Bo Horvat been, this guy they traded for? You know, they. it's tough when you don't have a guy, and I think that's part of the Kings' issue is if they don't get by Edmonton, same thing before we get there, is that you don't have those money goal-scoring guys. It's yeah. tough to have to grind out goals it every is. game. And you can't, you know, it's almost Sebastian like... Sebastian Ajo is, is a difference maker because he's an elite guy. You uh-huh. know? Then that's sort of how the Kings, the first two... Stanley Cups, they had grinders, and they could do that. Yeah. Where are you down? Where are you down? Where are you it's down? It's like the Carolina Sebastian Ajo. I know there's one on the Islanders, too, which is insane that there's two Sebastian Ajos <laughs> on Earth and in the NHL <laughs> on Earth. from different countries. But, yeah, Carolina really impresses me. And I know everyone will be like, well, they're, you know, it's going to be hard to hang on. They might have a tough go wherever they play next. But they just keep competing and at yeah. this time of year. You know, That's all they have to do is keep Good it home in. crowd, keeping it going. The other East series, that Devils-Rangers one. And all road wins. Yeah. This might be the one I have the most to say about because I don't know. The last two games, right? The Rangers come in up 2-0. Now they're tied 2-2. Uh-huh. Where are their skill guys stepping up? Like, you have all this skill, you have all this talent, but that's the beauty of hockey, right, is that that doesn't mean that you can just uh-huh. have a good offense by just plugging pieces in. The Devils finished that game, Swanee, 1-2-2, old school trap style. Uh-huh. Okay, not quite the same, you know, but very similar. Uh-huh. Well, that's what... You know, when they're at home, they try the Devils. They mm-hmm. try to be too flashy, I think, and maybe that's what got them in trouble. I mean, if you're and ra- then they're just sort of like a stable team yeah. on the road. And Jack Hughes is lighting it up, yeah. Con Smythe yeah. level, superstar. Star player. You know. But the thing is, like, this is why if you're the Rangers, you're furious, frustrated, because they're still not, like, five on five, their Devils aren't really generating too much. It's all rushes with them. Uh-huh. They can't really get any zone time. The Rangers' power play went away the last two games. And, you know, with, like, any sort of trap, like, to get the ins and outs of hockey, you're basically saying we're not going to let you skate into the zone. Uh-huh. So if you want, you're going to have to earn it. Dump it in, mash, yeah. cycle. Uh-huh. Rangers aren't willing to do it. And that's why, like, you can't play this way against everybody. You can't even play this way against the same team nonstop. But, I mean, they had, I saw the stat, like, the Rangers had, like, two shots on goal the last six minutes after the Trocheck goal. Seven or eight minutes. It's like, you know, they're not generating chances. And it's winnable. That's the thing. Like, the uh-huh. Devils... I know they had the greatest turnaround. I don't want to take anything away from them. They're not at their peak window yet, yeah. which is scary. Yeah. Rangers kind of are. Like, they're not going to uh, make the team any better. Well, yeah. When they got Kane, Tarasenko Kane, yeah, on they, power play two. Yeah, they got these guys, and it's like okay, everybody in New York was like. Cry, I mean, Kreider's crazy, been the one guy. The Cup and, I mean, yeah, where are these uh, Kreider stepped up, but where's the bandage at? Kane's uh, been okay. I mean, he's played a little better. Tarasenko, we know, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, they got to get out of the series. It's, I mean, it's still, <laughs> this could be one where the road team wins every game. This, the, I mean, possibilities are endless in this uh-huh. one, you know, so. 
Um, Eastern Conference is and shaping some of these up. Series are just like still even with three games left or teams that are tied two up. It's like could go either way, you know. It really could. I, I'm I'm with you in the sense that I I definitely feel like I, I thought we there's a possibility for a three one comeback. I feel like there still is in certain cases. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's less options now, but we're gonna see some wacky stuff because that's just how it is. Yeah. Let's go to the Western Conference. The Craig Swanson here on the Money Mitch Effect. Uh, Kings Oilers. We can start there. Had the unfortunate or fortunate distinction of being at that Kings <laughs> blowing a three goal lead to Edmonton. But like we said, like. This feels like a 2-2 series of ever. It's been the best, most competitive first-round yeah. series. Three OT games, 2-2 tied. Feels right. And no lead safe. Never. <laughs> you know? Oilers mean, are a team that could blow a lead, but even when they're down 3-0 after one, we're just like, you know, they're going to get chances. Yeah. Chip away. 40 just, minutes of hockey is a long time. It is. A ton of time. And when I started watching that, well, I picked it up when it was 3 nothing Kings, and mm-hmm. I should have turned it off after <laughs> Oilers tied it because I'm like, oh, this is going to, uh, you know, I'm bad luck watching this game. I start with I start with Connor McDavid being the best player in the world, maybe the best athlete in all sports right now. And what he does, this is what I would explain to people that don't really know hockey the ins and outs or just tuning in for the first time. You can look at the stat sheet and he lights it up and all that stuff. But when he's out there, things structurally have to change. Everybody is on their heels. Yeah. Things open up. There are goals. Else, yeah, everybody you know, else. He had three assists last game. He yeah. could have had a lot more points. He had chances, but also how they play him is just so I unique. Mean, so how many how many goals did he have this year? It was over 60. Over 60. So he has more assists than he has goals. Always, yeah. He and always will. That's the way it should be because yeah. of what you yeah. just said there. I mean, Everybody yeah. is so scared of him. I mean, he won both trophies. He won the Richard, which is crazier than the other, than the other trophies. Yeah. It's weird, though, because the Oilers still have their flaws, and defensively. Skinner and goal hasn't been great, but being there in person for that 5-4 game, you saw the game. Those goals he gave up, like, they're not, they're they're insanely high-scoring chances. They were pretty finishes, but we're talking, like, even the winner, like, a power play goal, which is a one-timer in front. Yeah. Like, tough to stop. Uh A guy flying in, like, Fiala or Velarde coming in with all their hands, like, tough, you know? Even Derek Roy's goal, I know he's not a goal scorer, but he came in unimpeded. So, defensively, you know, Darnell Nurse is good, but if that's your number one D, you're kind of lacking a little bit. Yeah. And, and some fans are not, aren't happy with him. <laughs> and no. I mean, they just well, here, well, here's the thing, too, with, like, the Oilers. Like, yes, they could have won every game in this series. Like, true. The first game, you go back to that. They're up, you know, what was it, 3-1 to one at the time, third period. Mm-hmm. They didn't adjust their style. They were still, and that's where no lead is safe. Yeah. And that, you know, the, the bottom line, the, the, the depth scoring has to step up. And in game four, it did. Kane with that huge goal to tie. Hyman with the winner. Nugent Hopkins trying to become a piece in the action, too. The Kings have so much depth. I think it was 10, 10 goal scorers. Yeah. But who they are going to be the top guys? Yeah, Fiala they, is back, though. That's the one where if he's fully healthy, maybe yeah. it's him. And Velarde, too. I think they they need to get like that top goal scorer mm-hmm. from somewhere. For, well, look, I, I still put the Kings as the third or fourth. I mean, depending on what happens with Colorado and everything, I mean, they could be top anywhere from two to five in the conference. And Vegas is obviously good, too. So it's not a, you know, if they win this series, they can go on a real run. Yeah. But that game, the last game might have killed them. That it might was, be. That Corpus might, Allo, that was a weak goal to give up. He's played well. He's kept them yeah, in both and, games. And just mentally to be up 3 nothing, and you think you're going 
mm-hmm. you won, and now all of a sudden your tide goes it was, away. It was what three to three going into the third, so it wasn't like yeah, they blew they it. Sco- yeah, then, then they, they scored, scored, and then the orders got away. Gave them another one. Yeah, so. yeah. Demoralizing. <laughs> it's so demoralizing. I, I, the series that I guess I'd say I watched the least, but when I say that, I mean it's been on a second screen, so it's been on. <laughs> was Vegas and Winnipeg? <laughs> Talking about demoralizing. Game three is, I mean, the opposite effect, right? You come all the way back, <laughs> and then you lose it on a brutal turnover. Yeah. You know, now Vegas takes two in Winnipeg after last night. Mm-hmm. They go back home to finish it up there. Winnipeg wasn't really, you know, was another team, the last team to kind of sneak in, steals game one hand, or doesn't steal it, just dominates, <laughs> but loses three straight. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean Vegas, uh, I Mark Stone's huge. Like, that's the biggest difference because they, Eichel was a leading scorer, only like 70 points. But Stone is a, a playmaker. And if they get good goaltending, they got a lot of winners in that locker room. I was looking at Petrangelo, Martinez, you know. And, you know, I, I love Vegas just because it's, yeah, it's close proximity yeah. and the new team, but also Seattle because. I, mean, I was not expecting that. I'll put my hand up. <laughs> no. Cracking 2-2 with McCarr suspended. Like, they got a chance. Now, I'm not going to pick against Nate, Nate McKinnon, Nate uh-huh. Dogg at home. Rantanen has been stepping up time and time again. He had two last night. But there is something to be said about the championship hangover. There's also something to be said about the fact that, uh, who is it? Uh, the goalie, Gra- Gra- is it? I can't think of it. It begins with the G. Grubauer. Uh, former Avalanche goalie that was bet bench last year in their cup run. Yeah. So he's got a lot to say. And, and that crowd environment was huge. Yeah. I mean, it's just a great atmosphere. Why didn't they do this years ago? Why didn't they, there should have been a team up in Seattle. Well, I mean, the skill on that team, I mean, Berniers is going to win rookie of the year. Yeah. You know, Eberly, Jaden Schwartz. You could say they don't have the top end talent, but these are like a lot of good yeah. bottom and, end first, and second same, one guys. Was this the same way that Vegas was constructed? Was like the yes, Vegas got lucky. Certain? Vegas got lucky in the sense that they hit on some really high picks. They had the proven goalie year one. Seattle actually did a really smart thing last year. They realized early that it wasn't going to happen. They punted and they replenished that year. <laughs> so they drafted in a way where it's like a lot of middling guys. We'll see what happens. Okay, it's not going well. Punt, regroup. <laughs> and uh, Hextall is a good coach. I was funny. I was texting my buddy, uh, Mike, who is from North Dakota and went to a bunch of games. Loves that guy. Legacy player. Uh, didn't work in Philly, which is another thing, right? Like no one <laughs> yeah, seemed no. to work in <laughs> Philly. But it did take him time to learn how to coach the pros. Yeah. So his was... I'm not the biggest retread coach guy. It just seems like, you know, figuring out who coaches. You got Dallas yeah, yeah. here, <laughs> Vegas, Boston, everyone just Winnipeg, you know. But he needed that second job to kind of realize the pro gig and the ins and outs. Yeah, and it's you good know? to be in a place where young there, team. Yeah, yeah you're, there's really no pressure. Yeah. It's just, like, exciting to have hockey. That's going to be a wild one. The last series is that Minnesota-Dallas. That's been the most violent series, I feel like. Felino's in the mix there. <laughs> yeah. Suter just teeing off on Kaprizov's ribs. That, that's another one. I have no clue who's going to no. win. I have no clue. No, and I saw Ottinger is, like, you know, an insanely good goalie. Um, the fact that... He is, I think, 19-3-1 after a loss. Like It's, like, insane. So he bounces back. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, probably does Dallas win game five and then Minnesota six? Like, I don't, you know. <laughs> it could be going seven in that one. A lot of green in that one, too. The two greenest teams. <laughs> Agreed. I won't bet on Dallas, though, because they screwed me a couple years ago. I thought they were going to win a Stanley Cup, and they didn't even make a pass. How about that, though? Avalanche, right yeah, there. and the, the whole Stars, North Stars, you know, history there. <laughs> I got some Minnesota's resentful to <laughs> Dallas. Dallas... 
you know, was going through the rebuild, had, you know, had the core getting older, and they're still, you know, Ben and Sagan are still there. Yeah. But one draft, they got Ottinger, Haskinen, and Robertson. One yeah. draft. That's, that's, that's about as tough uh, as it yeah, gets. Robertson, I love that guy. He's great. Arcadia, no, no, too. Guy. He just knows how to shoot the ball. Arcadia guy, <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> here. You know, we've had the luck of the locals in California have been good. You had yeah. Trevor Moore scoring the big OT winner, the Thousand Oaks kid for the Kings. So <laughs> California hockey, slowly yeah. but surely. So how would you say this is going to turn out? It's going to be, um, let's let's kind of just, yeah, let's predict how these series go. So Boston, hold serve, Boston, they win, yeah. I think Carolina wins. Carolina, yeah, Islanders. Uh, I'm, I have to flip on the Islanders pick. <laughs> Yeah, although the Rangers and... I still think the Rangers win it, but I'm not... I'm worried now, but I feel like they can go into that arena and win. (laughs) They're going to have fans there, so... But And I think uh, Toronto finally Mm -hmm. just ends this right now. So Rangers-Hurricanes rematch, Toronto-Boston. That'd be exciting. Yeah, Yeah. that would be. And then the West. Okay, so... Yeah, West is... West, I think the Kings are done. Kings are done. Yeah, I think Edmonton... Oilers win. I think Oilers... (sighs) Point flip for the Minnesota. I know that I'm gonna <laughs> say I, I stuck with the uh, with the uh, Wild. I'll just stick with them. I don't okay. know. Um, I don't. If we're gonna see a three one comeback, would it be Winnipeg? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know if they have the. Yeah. I think Vegas too. With with that. Crazy thing about Vegas though is those first two games were really tight. Uh-huh. Like they were losing in the second. They were on the verge of being down two zero going to Winnipeg. But I'll say Vegas holds on. And then Vegas King, and then Colorado. I will say holds on. I'm a little worried now, though. Mm. But okay, but yeah. I just want the second round matchups. We get Colorado versus. We could get Colorado versus Minnesota or Dallas. There's going to be some great. And then we get Vegas Edmonton. I think it, whoever wins, there's going to be some great matchups here. And my pre my pre playoff pick, I went kind of chalkish, which was the Edmonton Boston final. <laughs> but there's some opportunities there. That would be a great final. Yeah. And I do think there's something to be said. The last thing is like teams like the Rangers that are struggling. If they get through their tough pesky matchup, I always go back to 2012 playoffs and I'll still hindsight say the Penguins were probably going to win that cup if they didn't draw the Flyers in the first round. (laughs) That team was loaded. They had the right right. mix of veterans, but they just played their Achilles heel that turned it into a gong show from (laughs) from ship one. And the Flyers played them tough back then. Yeah, and then they lost to the Devils in the next round, and then the Devils, Kings is the final. It could have, I mean... Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah. I do feel like it was lining up for them there. Yeah. Um, all right, it's fine. This has been fun. I do. We can end with this. Draft's coming up, and I know we don't have an official draft preview, but some quick thoughts. One being Bryce Young, number one overall, is like a lock. Yeah. Love him. Heck of a player. So smart and has it down, but 5'10". Yeah. That's a small guy. 5'10". I know the rules are in his favor now, but... And... and- all the other quarterbacks too. How many are going to be taken within those first? Well, that's the thing. We're, we're going four or five a year, and like two maybe max. I know up. some. You know, you're not I've always going to hit. I've heard the CJ Stroud stuff, and his Ohio State guy and bias. Yeah. I think he's great. Um, he wouldn't run until the last game. I feel like he just chose not to. Yeah. But my my thing was this: like Richardson Levis, like. I mean, I watched it, so I'm a little, I know, you know, you got the Gators shirt on, as I said. <laughs> but Richardson has all the tools, but yeah. is he going to be, like, generational? I yeah, don't know, I don't maybe. know. It, it's either going to go horribly good it's or horribly turn wrong. A tight end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like those two, Bryce Young, you know, as we mentioned. And Wolves. where, and if there's going to be any trade-ups to try to. Well, yeah, the big thing is guys. if the Texans don't take a quarterback. Which would be, are they saying they're going to punt to next year when it's Kale Williams and Drake May from North Carolina? Yeah. Or are they just like, we'll stock up on D, we'll figure it out. Will Anderson stud. It's probably going to go Bama back-to-back in that yeah. case. But if they don't, 
they go two. The Cardinals are at three, and I've heard they want to trade the pick. It's weird for me not to have a Browns pick up here. Yeah, where are the Browns? They're the Deshaun Watson trade, so we're not in the first oh. round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. You know, we screwed up the Lamar Jackson market, <laughs> <laughs> sabotaged it. But I, but I think that Cardinals at three is where the trade would happen for yeah. a QB. Because if Texans go D, then someone trades up. Because the Colts at four probably take a quarterback, you'd think. That's what I think. And then there's the guys falling and whatever. Yeah. Uh, the QB from um, Tennessee, Hooker, Hooker, who tore his ACL, is older, like yeah. 24. Uh-huh. He's like the the fringe first round, like if there's going to be five, probably not, probably early second. Or Res- car. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the, second the Raiders round. are one of those rumored teams because the Jimmy G deal's not, you know. Yeah, well, I mean. Would you take a So I think. I wouldn't r- take a quarterback in, in the first. They have too many other. I, I would do the go wait till next year and see if you could. Or or if somebody slips, maybe end of first, if maybe you get lucky if they slip, but yeah. you're not, you know, holding your breath. Yeah, yeah, that, I'm with you there. If, if I'm them, I'm trading down. Just who would be the team though that like I didn't say that would like if if there's a slip, be like ah oh, maybe because I was thinking maybe Seattle because Geno Smith had this great but year. Did they just sign him for well, but they can get out basically after one year. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that'd be that, one way have, if, if it's if there's a slip and you like someone, yeah. it's like I mean, some of these, a lot of these yeah. teams are in like that position. They Baltimore, <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, the receivers too. It's funny because Jackson Smith and Jigba is probably going to go first, and he didn't play at all last year. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like every year with the draft, we're going to see, and I, and I love the first round. I, I love the fact that it's kind of just one round. Yeah, me too. That, it's not, you know the players. You know, when it's, yeah. when it starts getting to the other rounds, you really have to be a what about like nerd. what about running back. Because, like, running back's wild because B. John Robinson, the Texas kid, if it's like, why would you ever draft a running back early? Yeah. And, but he's like, he's that good, though. That's the thing. Like, problem. you get someone like yeah. that, it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think that I think the NFL draft this year will be exciting. I want to see which teams do plunge on quarterbacks. Uh, where, where is it at? I can't. The draft. Where is the draft at? It was because we've done the Cleveland draft, we've done and Vegas. It was Vegas last year. Where is the draft? This will be good. This is going to be... Oh, KC? All right, KC oh, draft. KC. Oh, That's good. Yeah, they don't need a draft pick. <laughs> I'm trying to... So we go Carolina, Houston, Arizona, Indy, Seattle. But Seattle's pretty high up there, and I don't think Detroit... Raiders shouldn't at seven. Atlanta, I'm not sold on Riddler, so maybe. I mean, it depends what you want to give Tennessee up. Tennessee might be one that they could take a chance, because, like, I don't know what you got. Malik Willis was awful last okay. year like when they tried to play him. But, yeah. What did, what did you think seriously though about Aaron Rodgers on the Jets? Uh, I don't know. It sort of reminds. Well, it is Brett Favre on the Jets. <laughs> just trade him to the Jets. It was weird that they had no market. Like it was like we're gonna just trade you. Yeah. Uh-huh. To this team. But the Jets, you know, on paper it looks pretty good. It does. It does. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I'm excited to see how it looks with that division. Him in a new setting. What he has left. I think there's still a lot. What's left. gonna happen to Green Bay? Like. Your love. I mean, they're in actually a nice position where we just see if no expectations this year, <laughs> give them a year and then just scrap it. See you later. Yeah. So he gets his one year. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'm going to end with this. We get back to hockey and tie it all in. Everyone's talking about all time legacies and greatness. McDavid to me looks like he's on a path that's at worst top five ever. <laughs> I mean, you've seen more hockey than I have, but. But with McDavid, you know it's a lot of his physical skill, like the physical dominance he has. If he, if his body doesn't, his body has to keep up that pace. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the the biggest question. If he well, has the to big make. four in hockey has been, and I've said this, like it's been pretty set for the last you know 
30, well, not 30, but like 25 years, yeah. we've been able to say Gretzky in some order after this or Lemieux Howe. Mm-hmm. It's a big four, yeah. Mount Rushmore. Pretty much locked. <laughs> Crosby's like in the top 10 range, didn't have the same gifts, you know. Yeah. Old timers like Maurice Richard, like, you know, give four names in there. You can throw defensemen yeah. in outside of Orr, but McDavid's going to be knocking. Yeah. He keeps well, putting up numbers. Veshkin in there, he'll probably get the, the yeah. goal record. Yeah. Um, which I never thought was going to happen. It's but. crazy that he's <laughs> going to do it. Oh, man. Well, Swanee, pleasure as always. We'll have to check back in. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, my pleasure. Craig Swanson on the Money Mitch Effect. Thanks, everybody out there for listening. Hope we got you ready for some playoff hockey as we continue on. Check out the, the uh, Money Mitch Effect Facebook page. I'm on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21. Check us out on all our podcast platforms, Apple, SoundCloud, Google, to name a few. For Greg Swanson, I'm Mitch Michaels. We'll see you next week. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Keep enjoying sports.